0: A military family keeping it real, magnifying their lives to help you take a closer look at your own. Ordinary people living an extraordinary life.
1: A variety show of real life marriage and parenting, using their test as their testimony, showing the world that perfect isn't inspiring while bringing something fresh to the scene. Reality just got real. Guys, here we are. First episode of Magnify. First
0: one ever.
1: So this is something totally new. And for you people listening, you're probably thinking, What the H is this? So my name is Ashley Strickland. If you're not familiar with me, I you am be. you should be. I'm an army wife. I am a mother who stays home with dragons. I am an autoimmune disease warrior. I lead a network marketing team of 160-something women, Um, and I'm a total B.A.
0: Bachelor's degree.
1: (laughs) But I I definitely don't have a bachelor's degree.
0: (laughs) And if you don't know this amazing voice... My name is Jake Strickland, a.k.a. Staff Sergeant Strickland,
1: a.k.a. Rattle,
0: a.k.a. The Man. No, I'm kidding. I'm really not. I'm just a normal dude doing normal dude dad stuff. Uh, I've been in the Army for 10 years. Actually, this week, I celebrate 10 years. Um, Multiple back surgeries, multiple other surgeries besides back. So like Ashley, I have my share of health struggles. Um, I'm also a dad to the same two boys, which is kind of weird. Because one looks just like me and one looks just like you. Um, And yeah, I like to mentor kids outside the army, especially all the knuckleheads like I was. Um, Love working out, even though I haven't worked out in a while, we got to get back on that horse. We're
1: really rocking our parent bods these days.
0: parent bod. We're both actually in sweatpants and sweaters right now, so. It's
1: really the only reason we made a podcast, because we didn't want to have to put clothes on for live videos anymore.
0: (laughs) Who wants to get dressed, right? Let's just do a podcast. Um, but yes, yeah, so this podcast is going to be about a bunch of different topics. Um, it's going to be, I mean, we've been married for going on 10 years now. I've been in the army for 10 years. She's been network marketing for over four or five years. Um, we have two kids, you know what I mean? We've moved around the country about a bunch of different times. Um, my mom's battled cancer for five or six. I mean, we just have a lot of stuff to share and we've been sharing our story and been sharing our testimony, so to speak, with a lot of different people and we feel like, Versus the normal platforms. Everybody's on how can we do this so that you can be riding down the car? Not watching a video or not having to to tune in to any type of platform and just listen to it Um, And so hopefully we can use this platform to reach a lot more people
1: yeah, and we talk about you know, we're gonna be talking a lot about ourselves, but the thing is that we realize that the majority of people that are going to listen, I don't care who you are, you got something going on in your life. You either got some baggage you've not dealt with, you have got a current situation you're going through, and if you feel like you don't, then you're about to be going through something. So we're going to be sharing a lot about ourselves, not because we think so highly of ourselves, but because we think so highly of you and we want you guys to be able to, um, grow through what you go through, which is one of the things that we have really learned to do, um, as a family and just be able to kind of share the, the things that have gotten us through some of those times, um, where we've really been able to find like true happiness and joy in what was really the darkest days of our lives, um, talking about parenting and talking about marriage, real life stuff, right? Not just the pretty pictures that you see on social media all the time. And, um, the filtered faces and the Instagram famous stuff. We just (laughs) live in a world where I'm so sick of stuff and I want to get to like the heart and the soul of everybody. And, um, we think that words are very powerful. The podcast is meant, Your like Jake words. said, to allow you allow you to kind of tune in. We're hopefully uh, going to be doing this like once a week and draw something away from something that we share. You're not going to have to worry about watching a live video. You're not going to have to worry about setting aside really any kind of designated time to listen to this. Um, when I started listening to podcasts, I really enjoyed them because I found that I would be folding laundry and listening to either an audiobook or podcast. I listen to them in the shower. I listen to them in the car when my kids are watching a movie. I pop in my earbuds and we'll listen to something <laughs> other than them.
0: I tune my kids out with podcasts.
1: Exactly. So um we wanted to give you content that was very easily accessible. So that's kind of the whole the whole point.
0: And the, the funny part about all this is we have no clue what we're doing. Right now we're in our little designated room that we set aside as our office. We have one blue Yeti microphone in the middle of this desk that if you touch it creaks and you can hear it, hear everything. Um, so guys, we really have no clue what we're doing as far as the podcast goes. We'll learn as we go and it'll get better and better and better. But what we do know is what it's like to struggle. We know what it's like to to go through something in your life, um, and to feel like you have the cards stacked against you. But you know, some of the stuff we're going to share on here, you're going to kind of have those aha moments, or either just those moments where, you know, you can
1: it's those me too moments. Yeah. God, we just everybody wants to like relate to somebody and and feel true connection like and Like you're stuff. not alone. Like you're not alone. Yeah. And, and we're all going through it. We've all got our own like issues and we're all really we all got crazy our own ish. and messed up. And we all
0: got our own ish.
1: We got some ish that we got to deal with. <laughs> but when we deal with it together, then it makes it a lot easier. And we really just want to kind of like bring awareness to how beautiful imperfection can be. Um, how uninspiring perfect is. Perfect doesn't even exist. And Really, um, help you guys stop comparing yourself to what you see, especially on social media, because it's only the highlight reels. It's only what people want you to see. Um, so we want to talk about the real stuff.
0: So what would you say is one of the main things you're struggling with like right now, currently? Hmm. We didn't plan this, so this is mm. this is freestyling.
1: Okay. Um. Well, currently, I am really struggling with my like health and fitness journey. I, I think it's
0: deeper than that.
1: Yeah, but that one plays a big. It's a big mind. I think for you, it's mm. comparison. It's not even. But
0: compar- but does the comparison stem off the health and fitness? Because when you were all fit, you didn't really do a lot of comparing. You were kind of You, you did more competing, versus comparing. You'd be like, ooh, look at her getting it over there. I'm about to go squat more she's squatting. I know, but
1: I really have grown a lot as a person since then. And so it's really not comparison for me. It's like just feeling like crap in my clothes. It's like me being overweight and not satisfied with really the way that my body looks affecting my sex life. Not wanting me to like, like I don't want to be,
0: well, (laughs) I guess guess I
1: should say. I don't follow through with the things that I desire because I don't feel as confident as I wish that I did inside my own body. You know, I go in my closet and I just want to rip everything off the hangers Mm -hmm. and I want to like punish my clothes for like, how dare you look like that on this body. (laughs) And I really am struggling with that. And, and I, I go back and forth because I feel like I should give myself grace. So, you know, we've talked, I mentioned, you know, being autoimmune disease, warrior is kind of what I've labeled myself, but there was a point in my life where I was really in the best shape of my life. Um, I was a health and fitness coach. I legit was like chiseled. Yeah, I mean, in my mind it. I was pretty chiseled yeah. and, um, kind of like right in the the peak of that. I got extremely sick with Crohn's disease that really led into a snowball of hospital stays, mini surgeries, class
0: box of emotion.
1: Uh, my entire core was cut, sternum to pubic bone, multiple times. Iliostomy bags, the whole nine yards, and it's just taken me. I don't know. In my mind, I was like, mm, I'm gonna bounce back. My whole brand relentless. It was like, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show the world. And I have not. And <laughs> <laughs> I have
0: not showed you anything. I
1: have not. <laughs> Um, so that, that really honestly is probably one of my biggest struggles right now. Other things that I really have struggled through, I feel like I'm, I've having some breakthroughs lately. Um, and a lot of those had to do with just business and what success meant. And, um, and I've really come to like a a sense of peace Mm -hmm. in that. I mean, I still have those goals and those like desires, but I'm sure that you can tell,
0: Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: I'm not as stressed and stuff about. Like my own business as I right. used to be.
0: No, I think that's definitely true.
1: What's your biggest struggle right now?
0: Ooh. Finding a pair of jeans I don't rip
1: oh. in the crotch, no I'm kidding. Doing? Fatty. Oh, uh, fatty We're just conversation. Body shaming ourselves right
0: now. <laughs> no, um, and this is real. Like, I think this podcast is going to be really good because I'm going to say something that we have never talked about before.
1: Oh God! Right now, you're gonna say like, right now, right
0: now. Okay. first time ever.
1: Everyone, take a deep breath.
0: So wow, this is gonna be like therapy, babe. Oh my God! Everybody gets to be a part of it.
1: Well, we said reality just got real, so here we go.
0: Here we go, first episode. So I'm finding more, and I'm gonna have to explain myself, right? But I'm finding more enjoyment at work than at home.
1: Well, I, I mean, I can, you don't you, even you, have to understand that. No,
0: but I'm saying the world's like, holy cow, he just said that in front of his wife, how she not slapped him over the microphone. But you live in it, so you know what I mean. Yeah. So let me explain. I was in the Army for three years. I was Airborne Infantry It's exactly what I wanted to be. I got it. I was jumping out of planes, doing the whole fun thing, you know, deployed twice, got to do a humanitarian deployment to Haiti in 2010, helped out a bunch of people. It was great. Um, even though it sucked at the time and it was hot. Then went to Iraq. Lost a few buddies, the deployment sucked, came home, you know, we all had issues, all this other stuff we had to work through. Then I came on recruiting duty, and I'm like, holy cow, this is the worst thing you could ever get in the Army is recruiting. Why am I going to be a recruiter? Um, And then I found that I can mentor kids, so I kind of found my passion. But then I did that for six years. And you saw it. I was hating my job. I was hating life. I was trying to figure out how I could get out of the Army without getting dishonorable discharges. You know what I mean? Like, really, it's just like, I'm done with it. Let's move on. But now this new position I have, instead of being a normal recruiter or running a recruiting station, now I get to work hand in hand with the marketing team, this virtual recruiting team. So it's all social media driven, um, coming up with different ways to create content. I'm, you know, just, it's fun and I'm getting to be creative. I never thought I was creative. And now I'm starting to see like, wow, everybody sees me as this creative up at battalion. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not creative at all. And um
1: I think you're super creative. You're like see, a much better colorer than I am. Yeah, you've that, always like the shading and everything. You've always been more creative in that aspect. But I think it.
0: that's just attention to detail though. I don't think that's really creativity.
1: Well, we're going to go ahead and just give you the props because if you had not been doing all that you've been doing With VRT and stuff. We we, We wouldn't even be sitting here because this is not my thing, y'all. Like, if you could see this Adobe thing in front of me and all of the knobs (laughs) and gadgets and digits. And it sends me into overload, like sensory anxiety overload just looking at it. There's absolutely no way. He's also created some beautiful videos of our family and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so.
0: But see, like, so, so that's what I'm talking about. So, like. Now that I have this new position and I'm like, I'm working hand in hand with an E9, which is Sergeant Major. And they're like the highest ranking enlisted person in the army. Um, And, you know, people are like, Hey man, good job on your job, all this different stuff. And so I'm just finding enjoyment and I feel like purpose again, like I did when I first started mentoring the youth. And so like, I'm excited. And then I come home and it's like back to life.
1: And that's (laughs) what I live every day. I know,
0: I know. But that's the thing. Like, that's why I always say, like, every weekend, I'm like, babe, I don't know how you do this every day. I don't. I really do not. I I mean, when you leave for the weekend and I have to manage it by myself, like, or eating Pizza Hut every night, McDonald's for lunch, like, I'm just like, Daddy ain't cooking. I'm tired.
1: You know, that, that, that I mean, I, I understand that, though, and I, like, I I'm not angry about that at all because I've told Jake many times, my phone and what I do in network marketing has been a huge like escape for me and I think that it's one of the attractive things especially to other stay-at-home moms and it's probably I mean whether they admit it or not I know people you can mom shame me all you want but my goal was never to be a stay-at-home mom I mean I love my kids I would I would die today if I had to to save them but I don't want to be with my kids all the time I need does. some space I
0: you break. My goal
1: was not to be a stay-at-home mom. I enjoy working. Um, it's just kind of where the Army and I feel like God placed me. And I find that escape in work, which just happens to be through my cell phone. I do 98% of my business through my cell phone. And so, you know, even when Jake comes home sometimes, you know, for me, I struggle with the work-life balance because it's so accessible to me. And when he comes home, you know, he could be doing something. And if we get into a conversation, you know, I I just reiterate to him, like, this is just my, like, my escape. I'm face down because I don't want to have to be called mommy another time. (laughs) It's like, I want to go to work. On a snack, on a snack, (laughs) on a snack. Or wipe my butt. I'm just so sick of wiping butts that...
0: But I think, you know, a lot of people are going to work every day to escape, but that's different than like me going to work because I love what I do now. You know what I mean? And so... That's
1: a good thing. No,
0: no, no, no. It is. But I'm talking to the person who is not, I don't want to say miserable at home, but like sucking at home like they're just kind of like over it like i'm not washing dishes anymore like i'm not i get
1: there like once a week
0: you know you know what i mean so like the person who's doing that and then like using work as an escape but when they go to work they hate everybody they work with they hate their job but they're not really seeing where they can change it or how to change it or whatever like
1: it's like people sitting in their car when they get home from work just so they don't have to come inside to their family yes do you do that
0: I don't even have opportunity to, before I can even pull in the driveway.
1: It's because I'm like, go get your daddy.
0: <laughs> so now I know.
1: Yeah, you know. Because so if I, I want to see it, David, I need to do it look, at the mailbox. I, I see the car coming down the, the drive, and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, he's home. And then you'll be out there for a minute, and I'm like, that is sitting <laughs> in his car. Go find daddy.
0: Oh, Go get him. I hey, take the dog with you, yeah, too. Everybody, just go. Um but no, like if you're, I would say if you're like that person, because I was, I was miserable, miserable every single day going to work. Um,
1: Here's the real question. When you were miserable at work, mm-hmm. did you still prefer to be at work over no. home? No. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. No, because me and you are like that weird couple. Like, I think
1: we're that couple that people hate. They we like, are that couple they that, like that people like us, hate. Like, but at the same time, what did Stephen Furtick say today? We're different.
0: We are different. Very different.
1: We're different. We, you know, I've talked openly about this too. I don't really get sick of being around Jake. Like our biggest argument usually is that. When we're away. Is that I just want to be with him all the time. (laughs) And I picture myself as that like really like.
0: Clingy. You know
1: what I picture myself as? The redheaded girl on The Wedding Crashers. She's like, I'll fight. Yes. (laughs) That's kinda how I picture myself, but I'm really not crazy like that. I just I I am happier when you're around. I'm laughing Mm -hmm. more when you're around. The stress level I feel like for the most most of the time is less when you're around. Because I let
0: my light shine. You
1: carry a (laughs) you well, we you lessen my load and um And you're my best friend. Like, I just have fun with you. It's so much more fun to be with you than it is without you. People are like, you know, I wish my
0: husband would just go on vacation for a week.
1: Yeah, or people are like, God, I can't wait to, like, go out with the girls and that kind of thing. And yes, like... I love now my work trips because it's like little girl weekends away. Yeah, but you love it
0: for like a day and a half. And then you're like, I'm ready to come home. And
1: it's like, it's a work trip. Like we may go out and have a glass of wine or something after an event, but we're not, it's not like we're out going to the bar with just the girls. Like I have no desire to really go and do that anymore. Right. I'm like, if I'm going to go out at all, I really want to go out with my husband. Like we don't even get to do that together. We're trying
0: to go out and grab coffee or something. Target. (laughs) I know. Go grocery shopping.
1: Go to dinner, like have a glass of wine and then be like, oh, you want to go to Starbucks?
0: Oh, let's go grab a $5 cup of coffee and be me too. (laughs) Me too. And then I'm
1: like, I just want to go home and put my blue sweatpants back on. (laughs) These blue sweatpants have like.
0: I'm pretty sure you could see through them.
1: So that's good. Any other questions you got, Jake? Do you just want to throw out like that? Um, well, I, you know, we can talk a little bit about this cause I don't think that, you know, I think that God shows up right on time, like so right on time on his that time, though. it's so his time. freaky sometimes because today in um, church, the message was talking about a dream and how a dream, what was the title of it? A dream can be,
0: Oh I, I can't really on. remember the title. Hold on. The title. It was so good, you can't even remember. Oh, man. Uh, the danger of a dream. Oh, the
1: danger of a dream, yeah. right? Okay, so it, he was basically, we're not going to get all biblical scholar-like on you, but he was talking about Joseph in Genesis and how Joseph was the favorite and Joseph had the special coat and how Joseph had this dream. Which was
0: Gucci, by the way.
1: <laughs> and um, we, as a family, have this dream of living well, living and leaving this legacy behind for our children and their children. And, you know, we we kind of have these brands of Relentless and Strickland Strong and we have this nonprofit and it's kind of like, I think we have this dream, but we don't quite know what it looks like. Like, what is it in,
0: when
1: it comes to, what is that word? Fruit? fruition fruition yeah um we don't really know what that looks like and I think sometimes we we get those we get the dream like twisted because we're human and I know like for me I mentioned earlier how I really have had this like sense of peace in my business but for the longest time in my business I It was just constant anxiety, constant, like, I really wanted to muscle my way to what my goals and stuff were. I think you had
0: that feeling like, I have to do this, too. Like, I have to post. I have to do this.
1: Yeah, and see, a lot of it, too, you know, if you're in the military, you know that the income is not a huge, significant amount of money. And I work for a paycheck, but... And I, and I'm okay saying that I'm not going to give you the beauty pageant answer of, you know, I just want to save the world and change the world and all this kind of stuff. I want to earn an income for my family and I've been able to do that. But on the flip side, when I really got to this kind of like sense of peace in my business was when I realized that I am so successful at what I do that my success, it may not uh, compare to a number it might not have a price tag on it, but the people's lives that I'm able to actually elevate and influence and stuff, I mean, the proof is in the messages. The proof is in the um, the relationships and stuff that I've been able to build. And so mm-hmm. I've really just been able to kind of shift my mind on like, you are so extremely successful. You mm-hmm. are living out your dream.
0: And there's so many people like, that say they look up to you and, oh, your, God, I wish I could be like dream, you, but yet they're making... A lot more money. Right.
1: I don't know why I felt like my dream had to have a price tag on it. Like, it was worth, like, I wasn't enough or I wasn't going to be successful unless I hit a certain number or I hit a certain rank. And the more that I believe that I am already living my dream, Mm -hmm. the more I'm seeing, like, it come to life in just ways that I didn't even plan and it's such a more beautiful picture than than I thought in my right. head. So maybe you guys find yourself in a place where, you know, you you've set goals and dreams and don't get goals and dreams um like what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Misconstrued. Yeah, know. like don't <laughs> mix um, up. I don't know. Yeah,
1: don't get those mixed up. I mean setting goals is like great, but a dream is something totally different. And Um, If you find yourself just feeling like you're never, like, like you're not even getting close to the dream that you have, just reevaluate where you are and look at, like, the people around you and the things that you're able to put out to the world because it's so much more. And what he said today was...
0: Don't follow your dream. Like, you're living in your dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't follow your dream. Follow God. Your dreams will follow you. And I was just like, oh, man, that makes, like, everybody's... I know, like for us, like we have this dream of like helping people and doing all this stuff, and so in order to help people, let's start a nonprofit. But in order to start a nonprofit, we need to do this, and you get lost in like, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff we have to do. Well, and, and the and,
1: financial aspect, right, it's right. like, but
0: that's what I'm saying. You look at stuff you don't have or knowledge you don't have, you're like, well, we can't even do this. We don't know how to do this. We're not do that. But like you're living in the dream just by stopping and talking to somebody on the side of the street. You just help somebody just by having a conversation. You don't even know it. And so I think that was the biggest thing I took away was just like like we're living in a dream. Like we have we're blessed enough to be sitting here doing a podcast right now.
1: Right. Hey, one of the things that uh Stephen Fertig said today was that your your um your dream is not about your position. It's about Some your like purpose. purpose. Yep. And that your dream is not about your status. And we live in a world that's so focused right now. And and it's not just like millennials. It's just the world in general. We're so like hyper-focused. Society on, as a whole. Yes. On status and materialistic things. and Being
0: an Instagram influencer.
1: Everything. Like your position in this world. And it's so much more about like your purpose and about your service. Mm-hmm. And when you step back and and then you like look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Oh my gosh, I am such a snob, like such a snob, (laughs) like get out of your own way and learn to be a blessing to other people. Because when you're doing that, when you are really giving your gift away, you know, I don't know how many times I've seen people, um, you know, you'll learn a new thing and you're like, no, I'm going to keep it for myself right. or I've learned this like tool to overcome this. So I'm just going to keep it to myself or I have a talent and a gift and I can create this kind of stuff, but I'm going to keep it for myself and everyone else can learn it. That's such a selfish way to think mm-hmm. about things. Like if you could just give your gift to people and be of service to people, it just, I don't know. And you know, it's one of those things where we are like, <laughs> We are the family that wants to give you everything that we don't have.
0: Oh, 100%. And,
1: and that alone, you know, I and I've talked about this with my team and with my network and some before, but, like, and, and if you've ever watched me live, I'd probably be crying, like, snotting and stuff talking about it. But <laughs> I work my butt off because I want to make money. But the money is not so that I can go out and just buy a mansion and, like, do all, like have? It's not about a materialistic thing for me, and I say that not because it sounds good, but because that is so true to Sell the kind of heart that I have. I, on my dream board, <laughs> if you guys seen my post, I have a tiny house on my dream board. That's what I want to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, all I want to do is travel, bless other people, live in a tiny house, like spread happiness and love and kindness hope. around the world, hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the on the flip side of that, it takes a certain amount of financial blessing to be able to bless other people. Because at the end of the day, we have to feed our children. Right,
0: Right. We have to pay our bills. There's been multiple times where we were planning cardio blessing events to go out and try to feed homeless people. And we're like, well, what are we going to eat tonight? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like let's, let's eat this peanut butter sandwich ourselves.
1: And we've had this conversation as a couple too, before, you know, I've had to go to Jake and be like, babe, you know, you got, we, we, like she, we'll stretch ourselves you know, so thin. You'd have to
0: wrangle me back at the very beginning. We'll stretch like, ourselves
1: stop. so thin, not only financially, but in just being of service to other people where Emotions, we're almost everything. neglecting ourselves yeah. and our own family. And so we've had to try to learn to, you we won.
0: You told me one thing that really hit home that one time, like when we were helping, you know, a couple of families out and stuff. And you were like, you were like, you can't pour from an empty cup. And when you told me that, I was like, wow, like that's why I'm feeling like this. I hate my job. I hate coming home to the house because it's just it's chaos and stress. You know what I mean? Like it's just crazy. Life is crazy right now. Oh, this person just called me. I know I just got home from work. I need to go help them. I need to go give them a ride. I need to go do this. But then like people realize that you'll do that and they start abusing that. But because you're such a nice person, you want to help, 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 help. help. You're called... Co- runs empty and you have nothing to pour back into your family which you should pour into first well and
1: also I think whenever we're doing things like this you know when you're being a blessing to other people it needs to be out of like that is your true desire and not because it's become an obligation Mm -hmm. because if you're doing it And then you have resentment in your heart for what you're doing for other people. Right. I mean that it kills the whole purpose of it. Right. So you you Because then it's
0: a task. Right. You want to do
1: things with what we call in our family a happy heart. Yeah. Right? We want (laughs) we want to have a happy heart um in how we serve other people. So, um We're coming up on 30 minutes. Yeah, let's keep it at 30. We could probably sit here and talk to you guys all night, but this is episode one of Magnified. So Magnified is the podcast. We are going to let you guys take a closer look at our lives. We're going to magnify it for you so that hopefully you can take a closer look at your own life and um, start kind of getting real with yourself, right? We're not going to sugarcoat things. We're going
0: to make reality real. Real.
1: So, um, thanks for tuning in.
0: Make sure you give this a share. Make sure you go and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you downloaded this from, because that's how we're going to grow this podcast and reach the people and have the impact that we want to have globally right here from our house.